0: to this Thursday edition of QUT News, Views and Spews. I'm Susan Heatherington and once again I am joined in the Spews studio by my partner in crime, Oliver.
1: Yeah, I'm back yeah. so soon.
0: You're back so soon. So in no particular order, we are going to start this Views session by um, a story about a man in New South Wales who was HIV positive, had unprotected sex with his um, partner without telling um, his partner, and has been jailed for at least three years for recklessly causing grievous bodily harm. What uh, do we make of this? I
1: 100% think he should have gone to jail.
0: Three Is three years fair?
1: Three years seems fair to me.
0: What about the notion, though, that the that the partner had knowingly also had unprotected sex. What about all... Where does personal responsibility come into this equation? I
1: think the difference is, if you're choosing to have unprotected sex and you're not HIV positive, that is different to me than if you are HIV positive. HIV is a differentiating factor.
0: But what if you don't know? What if you haven't been tested? What if you've recklessly chosen not to be tested?
1: Uh, That's... But... My understanding of this story, and in this case, is that he knew he had HIV. He did. And then he had unprotected sex without informing the partner.
0: Yes. So he was basically passing on, well, it's no longer a death sentence, but it's, um, it's something you would much prefer to not go through life with.
1: Yes. I think had he not known that he was HIV positive and then the same thing had happened then that's a different story. Had he told her and they still had unprotected or him and still had unprotected sex, again, different story. But knowing, not telling and doing it anyway, that is why I think he deserved to go to prison.
0: What about if you hadn't actually bothered to ask? Is it up to you to ask? I think it's up to
1: you to disclose.
0: To tell? So it's no don't ask, don't tell um, strategy. If you know you must inform. Yes. Um, Look, I do agree with you. I was just paying devil's advocate there. But I do think it's that this idea of personal responsibility is kind of interesting. Now, um, absolutely not related at all, except for the fact that it's something that's gone through the courts. Um, In New Zealand, in Wellington, a 28-year-old, who um, stole two toes from a dead woman's body that was part of a museum exhibit, has escaped any penalty. Is it okay to steal bits of dead bodies? I
1: think this story boggles my mind on every level. Why was she... he... she?
0: She was a woman's body.
1: No, the... Oh, he.
0: The thief was male.
1: Okay. Why was he stealing the toes...
0: Posted about it on, on social media, as you do. Hey, guys, look what I just, it's,
1: just it's It just boggles my mind. And explain to our listeners. Uh,
0: yeah, okay. we, we might have too. Okay.
1: Why he got off scot-free for this.
0: Well, the judge was concerned that there was a limit to the number of potential charges that could be um, leveled against this. Wait for it. To rag, and, the, <laughs> and and that is that if you uh, if you were to call him a grave robber, or say that he interfered with a corpse, you
1: get a very that, different. Yeah, picture.
0: that gives us really really horrible pictures in our in our our mind for what I, I think in his mind, although at twenty eight, seriously, if you don't know better, he considered to be a prank. Yeah. Now and then, when it comes to theft. The law actually doesn't cover the business of toes. Surprisingly, none of these legal. So, in
1: order to be theft, it needs to be something of value or well, personal. Or you, you,
0: if you steal a body, then that is is considered theft. Wouldn't if you that consider be, yeah. property off of a, a body, so if you took a ring off my finger, or indeed a ring off my toe, that would be theft. But there is nothing in the law that technically makes it illegal to steal toes. Who would have thought that the the people making the laws didn't consider social media and that somehow toes were a a, a trophy?
1: Yeah, it's it's a weird, weird story, and I don't know what to do because I've when you told me this story, I was like, seriously, I it just boggles the mind.
0: Yeah, look, I I, I, can't get it. However, if this was my mum, dad, nana, child or whatever and somebody stole his or her toes, I would be appalled and I would be absolutely appalled that that was considered not criminal. That taking the clothes off their body would have been criminal. A shoe off their foot, a sock off their foot would be criminal but Toes, not criminal.
1: What would So you would charge them with theft, not defiling of the corpse?
0: Yeah, because... Um, because of the images? Because of the images. But, you know, it is still... Uh, well, uh, maybe the law doesn't allow me to do that. Uh, then how does...
1: Look, I'm not going to d- go into the details of what is and what isn't defiling a corpse right now. But I would think there would be... I could make a case that it was defiling of a corpse.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Uh, not
1: in the well,
0: look, when you think about the kinds of rituals and the concern in many cultures about how bodies need to be buried intact, I think that there is actually a whole lot of cultural significance and other problems with deciding, um, somewhat randomly. I think that Mm. toes don't matter. Well, what if it was? A finger. A heart. Or an eyeball. Or. An
1: eyeball would. uh, Eyeball's more interesting, I think. Because is an eyeball theft?
0: Well, it's either a body or property, and it can't. And and according to this judgment, the, the problem was not that it was a toe, but that it was not a body. In and of itself. Then
1: it, to me, has to be defiling a corpse because you are destroying that, not literally destroying a corpse, but there's arguments to be made, but going into the minutiae of it just boggles the mind. Yeah. and I and, and think also, he should have been charged with something.
0: Well, he was charged with something. He just was not convicted of okay. anything. I think he should have been
1: convicted of something. Yeah. Whether that was theft or defiling a corpse, I do think he should have been facing some sort of punishment and not gotten off scot free
0: You know, I ha- we have managed to speak, I don't know, for the last three or four or five minutes about corpses. And I have managed to stick to the subject of corpses without discussing cheese sandwiches or, or, or um, I don't know, even um, but weather.
1: I'll, yeah, but...
0: So clearly I'm not old.
1: Well, I wouldn't comment on that.
0: Oh, it's rude
1: to discuss a woman's age.
0: Yeah, this this um is to do with the a University of Edinburgh's uh, study that found that elderly people tend to go off topic. Hmm. Now, our neighbour. Talking about again? Yeah, you're not old enough. Our neighbour Margaret, um, you have these. Absolutely surreal conversations which will start with what she had for lunch and end up with Dad in the war in as a rat of Tobruk with no seeming rhyme or reason, but there was a path that took her from was, one to the other.
1: It's fascinating to watch. She was asked what she likes to do in her, in her leisure time yeah. one day. And she was talking about oh I like the knitting, but then my mum did it, and then she, suddenly she's talking about dad in,
0: and yeah we got the war that we got mum knitting socks, rats of Tobruk, uh, dad salt, uh, probably in in one conversation, and according to this this study, it's actually not um a lack of focus as such. It's just that you've got. As you get older, you've got so much stuff in your brain, competing for spaces and and pathways to get out. That sometimes you take this little Weird. It, it, instead of taking the highway, you take the, the back roads and you go meander all over, over the. And place. the back
1: roads are nice occasionally, but sometimes. You get a bit lost.
0: Yeah, sometimes you do get a bit lost and sometimes you get stuck in a dead end and we get something which in our house we call same story syndrome, which is where the same old classics come out over and over again. No
1: matter what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, indeed. Now, finally... um, I've been waiting for this one. You have. Last night we saw a, a production at the Brisbane Festival... Yeah, we did. Can you see where, where this is going? Or am I just randomly rabbing, running ra- down rabbit holes again? You're
1: kind of randomly...
0: Oh, running. no, I'm not. It was a show called A, a Couple of Dogs. Uh, the,
1: oh, that was two nights ago. Yeah. Oh. oh the,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was. A world premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. Set on um, Dog Death Row. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I... This will surprise our listener, but... I'm a bit of a crazy dog lady.
1: No, yeah, yeah, really? no, I am.
0: I am. And I
1: had no idea.
0: Oh, uh, I know, right? And um, you know, the kind of crazy dog lady that dresses the dogs up, that has a pram, that has a pouch, that, that set
1: up an Instagram account yeah, for them, ha- that has, ha- has 6, birthday parties, followers,
0: and, and has birthday parties, buys cakes, presents. Yeah, th- we're it's talking. Sad. We're talking tragically. Sad. But even I am not sure about an obituary that was in the Korea Mail today for you know the Beagle.
1: That's a pile of poop. You would a hundred percent put an obituary for either one of our two dogs.
0: Only if someone would publish it.
1: <laughs> and yeah. that comes down to the paper.
0: Yeah, look, I, I say often, with my hand on my heart, that dogs are people too. That dogs are part of your family, that you love them. I, I, I have told you which one of my children is getting out of the fire first. And it ain't and, me. And it's not you. That 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 is correct. I have told you that if there's an evacuation because of flood, fire, whatever, and I can't take my dogs to the evacuation centre, we're all going down together. I've told you this. Repeatedly. Yeah. Um... So, part of me says maybe it's a little bit disrespectful, but part of me says, "Yay, yay!" You, good for, good how was it Uno.
1: disrespectful? Like, really? Well,
0: believe it or not, you're going to find this strange. Some people don't love their animals as much as I do.
1: Clearly, the Unos owners did.
0: I know, I know. You know the beagle, uh, and you know I'm a I'm a beagle aunt. Mm-hmm. I'm an aunt of, of um, the Fed, and I think that my brother would definitely publish an obituary for for Feddy.
1: I think we're a family of dog lovers.
0: Yeah, my father gave mouth-to-mouth to one of our dogs. The I think that was the insulin-dependent one. Who would know? Yeah, the crazy dog gene is alive and well in, in our family. Um, so, to the owners of, of um, Uno, I feel your loss. Um May he rest in may, peace. May he rest in, in peace. Uh, and we will now lay today's podcast to rest. Um, unless you have any closing remarks, Oliver?
1: I can't remember what we're talking about.
0: i told you, you're not old enough for that. Uh, all right, then. Um, catch you later. Catch you tomorrow when we'll be spewing again.
1: Probably, yeah. Bye-bye. bye bye, bye.